warnings over do-it-yourself mouse bait after the death of native birds. And regional Australia tipped to benefit from a Chinese tourist boom. Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. There's been a hold-up this week for a company manufacturing mouse bait for farmers dealing with a plague of the rodents. Linton Staples of Animal Control Technologies says production has stalled while they wait for a delivery of an active chemical ingredient that's being held at the docks by Border Force agents. He says as soon as it's released, they'll get cracking to produce bait for farmers who need it in grain-growing regions of Victoria, South Australia and New South Wales. What we will do is get out of the starting blocks at sort of Herculean pace if we can uh, do it and maintain you know, very long hours, uh, seven days a week, to try to make up the the delay that's been caused, but it's very, very, very frustrating to lose a week of production at a critical time. Meanwhile, the death of almost 50 corallas in Donald in Western Victoria has authorities worried about illegal production of mouse bait. An autopsy is yet to determine the cause of death, but Victoria's Department of Environment, Land, Water and Planning suspect the birds died from ingesting homemade mouse bait. Wildlife officer Glenn Smith says people shouldn't be tempted to illegally manufacture bait at home. Quite simply, illegal mouse baiting can and does result in the death of native wildlife, in particular our bird species such as the rosellas, galahs, sulphur-crested cockatoos and corellas. Sticking with pest problems and landholders in South Australia and far west New South Wales say kangaroo numbers are getting out of hand and if something isn't done soon, millions may die. Competition for feed and signs of a dry winter have led some farmers to send livestock to adjustment on other properties. Gary Hannigan from Chiringa Station east of Broken Hill wants more commercial culls to reduce numbers. It just seems odd that people can accept that they're going to starve to death but they can't um, accept commercial culling it. It's a funny way we think about things in Australia. The next route, kangaroos are going to die by their millions and that appears to be socially acceptable, but commercial culling isn't it? In South Australia, the tuna industry is optimistic about its future, despite this season's prices for the fish being at their lowest in many years. Buyers in Japan, the main market for tuna, are paying 1,200 yen per fish, which is about half the price tuna were fetching in the boom time of the 1990s. Brian Jeffress from the Australian Southern Bluefin Tuna Industry Association says tuna farmers have made progress in engineering and husbandry techniques and is confident the industry will remain profitable. One thing tuna farmers are good at is just adjusting. You know, you've had to do that over the last two decades and that's what we're doing quite well at the moment. We'll see what two years from now looks like and we're confident that it will be better and we can expand further. A new player on the dairy processing scene has announced the price it will pay farmer suppliers after securing a contract to pre-sell two years' production of milk powder. Union Dairy Company will start producing milk powder from a new plant in Panola, South Australia, from next month. It's offering suppliers an opening price of $5.50 per kilogram of milk solids. Union says they've already contracted milk from farmers in Victoria and SA, but they can take on more. A woman operating a dairy herd share arrangement providing raw milk to shareholders has lost her cattle and land after she was unable to pay fines and costs of more than $50,000. Julia McKay had been keeping the herd near Goulburn in New South Wales with raw milk from the cows delivered to people in the Canberra region who owned shares. Authorities in New South Wales took her to court claiming she was breaching food handling laws around the supply of raw milk. I had a mortgage and I could no longer afford to meet the mortgage payment. I lost the farm and I lost the cows. The land is one thing, but the cattle very dear to me. 
They were part of my life. Strange enough, I probably felt the loss of the cows more than I felt the loss of the lamb. Regional Australia is tipped to benefit from the rapidly growing Chinese tourist market. A report by industry consultants Deloitte predicts tourism income will almost double to $13 billion within a few years. It says a new wave of social media savvy, cashed-up millennials are looking for uniquely Australian experiences. But Deloitte's Adele Labine-Romain says to cash in, rural tourism operators will need to be better prepared culturally. We need investment in products. We need supply to match the projected demand. But we also need to respond to what it means to have a visitor from China. And that means being China ready. And it means having language skills and a service culture that's well oriented to that market. For today and this week, that's Rural News. You'll find more on all those stories on our website, abc.net.au forward slash rural.